and 925s, but we are still married to the games. Episode 450-something. Five? What is it? Oh, two. 452. Yes, I don't know. Tim? <laughs> yeah, Tim, let me know. I got it's you. It's your boy, Keith Patillo, with Tim Router, Ed Placentia, and Chris McCracken, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. Thank you guys so much for being here. Woo. Woo, woo, woo. Tim Router. Yes, sir. How you doing, bruv? Man, uh, a little busy. Running around, yeah. lots of cheer. Lots of cheer tryouts, um, lots of allergies going on. Apparently, Piper now has allergies. Mm. She's like really stuffy right now. I feel bad for her. Yep. But, um, yep, yep, yep. but yeah, this last week was cheer tryouts for Wilco. This, this week was cheer tryouts for All Star. She goes back tomorrow. Uh, everything's great, though. She's loving it and having a great time with it. Um, had a good Mother's Day. Uh, I was, the goal was to have Lauren sleep in. And of course, Piper got her up at like 730 so that was fun for her. She loved every second of that. But we uh, went over to my in-laws for breakfast and then went out to dinner with my parents. Um, but it was good overall. We had a good time. And um, yeah, other than that, it's just been work, work, work. I've got uh, a bunch of projects going on. And so it's just just staring at my computer all day and all night. And uh, I will say on the gaming front, I finally got back into Valhalla. Yay! Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, I finished, I finished, fin, finished one of the arc stories, finished, uh, did, went and did a raid. It felt really good to be back. So I'm, I'm hoping to have more time once I knock out some of this stuff from work this weekend to nice. get right back into it. I know we got some DLC for it this week as well. So um, are you buying that? Yeah, or so, did you bu already buy that? No, I, I, I don't know yet. I, I probably won't just because I'm still trying to get through the through game the, and then go the back. Game. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Get through the game regular and then chase the platinum as well. So that's going to take some time. Um, but it it felt really good to, to turn on the PlayStation again and and get things going and and crush some dudes, which is fun and raid and, <clears throat> and get all kinds of fun loot. So yeah, pretty boring this week. Um, but I'm just happy to to be gaming again. It feels good. But yeah, that's it for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. I'm not messing around today. Let's go. <laughs> right. Chris McCracken, how you doing, bub? Uh, good here. So my things have been pretty boring over here as well, except for this past weekend. This past weekend was a little crazy because um, I fit in three Mother's Days over the weekend. Yes. Wow. Lord, so Saturday. Lord, Lord have mercy. So Saturday, we went, uh, we actually got to sleep in a little bit on Saturday. But then we nice. went and met my stepmother for lunch. And then immediately when that was done, we drove home, uh, got Ellie, kind of changed clothes and did some other things, and then drove up to Oklahoma because we needed to spend the night there so that in the morning we could wake up and go to church with her mom, which just it just kind of happened that it coincided with this weekend as well. But uh, our little niece, she got baptized that morning on Sunday. Oh, nice. Um, awesome. So we got go. to be there for that. And then when that, dip, when baby, church service dip, was over. On, just dip, yeah. baby, dip, baby. Is that what that song's about? <laughs> I think it might yeah. be. Now I dunk, think it baby, is. dunk. Now dunk, That's what I baby, thought. Dunk. That's what I thought. It depends you on wet. what church it is. It could you be wet. sprinkle, baby. Sprinkle. Yeah, exactly. It depends, you know. They might just have that. <laughs> That's drip, baby. Drip. Come on now, drip, <laughs> baby. Right. Drip, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
But yeah, so well we were played. excited to well be played. able to be there and, and to watch her that happen for her. Um, and then after that, we went back to her parents' house and had lunch there and just spent a little bit of time with her mom and then drove all the way home to swap cars and then drive over to my mom's house for her, or actually my sister's house, who was hosting my my mother's Mother's Day. Nice. So awesome. this go. weekend was a bit of a whirlwind, but you mm -hmm. know nothing that we couldn't handle. And I've been on the go a bunch lately anyway, so not a big deal really. And it was fun to be able to see everybody. And, and we hadn't, I hadn't even been stepped in foot inside of a church in a long, long time because we've been doing it all virtual online uh, over the weekend. Yeah. So yeah. It was, a, it was nice to kind of get back in the swing of a couple of different things. Um, outside of that, uh, just been work, nothing super crazy or anything like that. No trips at the moment planned. So, uh, just waiting until next week, we'll have one coming up in another week or so. Um, on the gaming front, the only thing that I did at all was I did jump into the new season nine of apex. Um, oh, they have yeah. a new legend, they have a new mode. It's called arena. Um, and then, and coming into this season, I was like, ah, you know, the legends are always a question mark. It's like, you know, maybe they'll be great. Maybe they won't. You never really know until you get yeah. in there. I haven't really got to dabble other than the, in the training area with the new character very much. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So jury's still out on whether or not I, I, I like her or not. It took me a while to warm up to Fuse. So whether I, even if I end up deciding I don't really care for her, I might end up loving her halfway down the season. But the arenas, I didn't really think it was going to be my thing. And I still don't think it's going to be my thing. Uh -oh. Um, we got in there with a couple of, with Kale and another buddy of mine named Jason. Um, and we played like six rounds of arenas and one of them, we just got blasted like three and out. It's, it's like a best of, depending on if you tie at the end is a best of five or a best of six, excuse me. Um, mm -hmm. and so, and then the other ones, we won two of them. And then the other ones were competitive where it was a nice back and forth, back and forth. So, I mean, all that was fine. But it just feels, it's very reminiscent to me of Trials of Osiris, which was the ultra, super heavy, competitive, really sweaty mode of PvP in Destiny. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm down for some PvP, but I'm just like, I just don't want to go in there like that hardcore. Well, number one, I'm not good yeah. enough for that. I mean, if it's that hard, then I can't do it. And if they add a ranked mode, which it looks like they're going to do, then maybe all the really into it people will go there and I could just dabble over here. But I just think between the two, I just still prefer the BR. Now, again, just like with a new legend, I need to give a little more time and play it a little bit more. But most people, I would say, in our Discord and online were just like, oh, my gosh, I love Arena. And I was just kind of like, yeah, you know, it's all right. But I, I kind of knew going in that was going to likely be my reaction to it because I've played these style things before. So mm. so we'll see. We'll play a little bit more in, in this week, I'm sure, at some point and, and see if it if it grows on me any. But. Outside of that, that's really the only thing I've been able to jump into. I've been pretty busy the rest of the time. There you go. Eduardo. Yes, sir. What's going down with you, Maine? Uh, we had a pretty busy weekend. Um, we had an, uh, a shed in our backyard that we decided to tear down and just kind of make room for, for a patio and, and more mm. stuff. So tore down a shed Friday and Saturday and, and uh, my brother Ray came over and helped out with that. And, and it was good to just hang out and just tear down a shed together and, and, and not talk about anything, but still have a really good hang. If that makes sense. I know that's so right. Get some frustration out great. on any planks. Exactly. Had you yep. been using the shed for anything or was it just empty? It was empty. Yeah. Mm. So we're going to put a, a, a back patio on, on it instead. And Sarah's got a hammock out there and some nice chairs and stuff like that. And cool. So yeah, made it beautiful. Hammock, well done. Look comfortable as a mug. Yeah. Yeah. Well really opened done. up the yard. It was nice. 
Um, I think I'm done with, at least for now, with Returnal. Um, oh. I think I've gotten to the point where I'm on Biome 3. I got to the last part kind of once and haven't been able to get that far again. And I, oh. I may be as far as my skills can take me, um, uh, which is further than I thought I would I would go. Um, I still <laughs> love it. It's still a great game. Yeah. I just am not that kind of a gamer that I can go much further right now. I'll probably pick it up every once in a while. But uh, and I forgot I if we picked- talked about this, Ed. There's no easy mode on Returnal, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So it's just is there kind any of kind of leveling. Um, once you go back, the first biome seems easier because you're a little more. You've you're got stronger. you know you've got things. Yeah. So that's it. Seems so. It seems like the first one is easy and then immediate like that. But um, for yeah, gotcha. for the most part, yeah, that's about as close as it gets. Um, but ever since Friday, and I picked up that Resident Evil 8, it's been Come Resident on, yeah, Evil man. Village. And um, I enjoyed it. I got to say, I, I didn't play through 7. I'm not very familiar with the series at all. So there was some ridiculousness. A lot of it, I'm seeing a lot of headlines about. Um, a lot of props to Ethan's hand going around. Um, <laughs> and so uh, I, I, it, it, I, I... I was able to get over the over the topness and the B someone in chat commented, this has gone from a B movie to a C movie. And I love it. Um, Ooh, and, okay. And so it was just, right. it's a lot of fun. It was, it, it's not nearly as focused on the scares as seven was to me, at least. Uh, okay. But it's more about, I really wanted to find out where this story was going to go and how it was going to unfold. And um, I played on easy mode and which was perfect for me. It was just the right speed for me and um, had a really, really fun time. It was really cool to see, um, you know, they give a recap of, of seven in case you didn't play or finish seven when the game begins. And because I didn't get very far into seven at all, I didn't realize, oh, this was what I just thought it was demons. It was actually, this was like the explanation for why everything went down in seven and why mm. the Baker family was, why they were the way they were. And so I thought that was pretty cool. And it was kind of cool to just. Ed, is that why they're not calling this one Resident Evil 8? That's why they're calling this one Village, because it's an extension of seven, not so I, much eight. I think so. I mean, I've seen it put both ways. You know, they highlight the V and the, the I and I the L to make it look like Roman numeral eight. That's what I thought too. But then they said it's not Resident yeah. Evil 8. And so I was so confused by that. Yeah. Didn't they did the same thing with seven though. Didn't they, they called it something and the seven was just in the name or did they actually call it seven? I feel like that was called. Resident was it just Evil Resident 7? Evil Biohazard? It was I feel like that was its official official name, and then in the letters it was like it made a num- Roman numeral seven or something. Okay, yeah, but I still feel like everybody it. called it Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I know there was a lot of stuff that I probably missed as far as Easter eggs and nods to previous Resident Evils, but for the most part, I was able to hang. Um, it looked great, sounded great. Um, it's just a, I was surprised how much fun I had with it. I I did not expect it to be as I felt it was more of an action than it was a horror game by far. It, it just, uh, it, it felt, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. I was very surprised. I had a really good time with it. We rolled credits uh, this week and uh, it was, it was a good, good time. I would, I would definitely play through it again. Wow. Wow. Does, all does right. it make you want to go back and play seven at all? It did. But then I remember this one, and I've I've heard a lot of people kind of echo the same thing, where this one 
seemed easier. And a lot of people mm. have been saying, you know what? I'm not struggling as much as I did as, you know, these characters don't seem as bullet spongy. They leave a lot more ammo lying around. And that's part of the thing that frustrated me about seven was that I just felt like I had two bullets being chased by something that took 88 to kill. Mm. Um, right. So oh, yeah. wow. I toyed with the idea. I don't know that I will or not. Gotcha. Gotcha. There you go. Yeah. There you have it. That's awesome. Oh. Mr. Patillo. Off yeah. the stage and right into the podcast you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a. I look like there's a couple weeks in a row where I just wear the same clothes all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, just, you don't have in ears in tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. You no, just I have don't. headphones, so not in ears. Yeah, I got some new headphones for the road. Um, just because, like, when I'm auditioning for things on the road, I was using my in ears to like try to like do the EQ, and they're just not made for that. So I got some new headphones. So I was like, I'll I'll use those tonight. Um, yeah, man, we just walked off stage. We're in Stevens City, Virginia, mm. uh, and still rocking these drive-ins. We've got three left, um, hopefully for forever. Three left for forever. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, I had a really interesting encounter yesterday. Uh, I don't remember exactly where we were. I can actually probably look real fast on my phone. Shinston. West Virginia. Mm, and we, careful. We were at this All drive-in. Right. <laughs> we were at this drive-in <laughs> where the same family owned the drive-in and the restaurant that was right next door. And there was this lady there that worked there. I don't want to say her age. I don't know what it is. And if she's listening, I don't want her to be offended. I just know she was older than me. I'm not saying mm-hmm. she was old. I'm just saying she was older than I am. Mm. And she walked in and one of my buddies was wearing a PlayStation shirt. She was like, I'm a PlayStation gamer. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's, and they go, Gabe, she plays PlayStation. And I was like, oh, that's nice. There's a room full of people, right? I said, what are you playing? Like expecting her to say, I don't even know what I was expecting her to say. She was like, oh, well, I just beat Red Dead Redemption 2 and I'm in the middle of, uh, I'm in the middle, dang it, what game did she say? Oh, I'm in the middle of Days Gone. I was like, wait, why, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, hold what? on a second. Like, it caught me so off guard. And That's so, amazing. And everybody saw my body language. Like, I like, jumped and turned at her. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, dang it, I think I have an engagement ring around here somewhere. And she's like, well, I'm sorry, honey, I'm taken. And I was like, oh, what a lucky guy. And so it was just really sweet and very, awesome. like, it was the exact opposite of the stereotype, if you know what I'm saying. Right. You yeah, know what right. I mean? No, I love that. Um, I love that. But she was so sweet. She was like, keep gaming. I was like, oh, I'm going to. You keep gaming. And so I was like, just beat Resident Evil 2 in, in the middle of Days Gone. I was, it was just That's not amazing. what I was expecting her to say. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so just out here, we actually go home tomorrow for like a day and then leave again to to finish these last three um, so on the gaming front, I haven't been gaming at all. It's just been, um, it's just been Clash Royale and I've got the Oculus Quest out here and people are playing the mess out of it, which has been really, really fun watching other people enjoy that and play Arizona Sunshine and, uh, Richie's Plank Experience still, um, and Beat Saber and, um, what's the one, uh, Super Hot. Super hot. Mm. So oh, I've had more fun watching other people play games lately than I've been playing games. Because uh, every day, you know, we've had internet this week, but it's not like great internet. So it's not been like, oh, yeah, let's get in, you know, but it's been fine. 
Uh, we've been doing a lot of TV. I started uh, Michael Shea's got a, Michael Che's got a new show on mm-hmm. HBO Max that we just mm. started. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I, I listen. It's not for children, obviously. Um, <laughs> but I thought Michael. Che, I think Michael Che's really fun on SNL, so I thought I'd check out his show. Um, and uh, <laughs> it is inappropriate. But uh, he's definitely mm. trying to make some points, and, it, and there is some funny stuff in there. Uh, so we watched a little bit of that this week. Um, and, yeah, that's, I mean, not a lot's going on. So get to go home. Oh, we did have Remy's birthday last week, which was really fun. Hey, uh, Remy turned six years birthday. old. So we did the Aww. whole, uh, went to the, you know, the gymnastics place, and they could jump off this and jump into that pit and, you know, strap onto this and get pulled way up into the air and stuff like that so man they have uh, that down to a science don't they the birthday parties oh, that let it shine boy. it's just like you do this you do this you go that there you eat cake great. you're out <laughs> yeah and it's quick boy they're like all right we got 15 yep. minutes left i was like oh snap we got 15 minutes left this is the way to do a birthday and That's so, right. <laughs> uh yeah they took no care lounging around yeah, exactly mother's day was good got to you know see my mom and and love on jenny oh, and good. stuff like that so all that was good. Tim? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go for it. You the got is it. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do, brother. <laughs> well, let's do it. And done. Back to you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. New releases this week. We got Hood, Outlaws, and Legends uh, yeah. for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series, XPS4, and Xbox One. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Wrath of the Druids for the mm-hmm. PC, PS5, Xbox Series, XPS4, mm-hmm. Xbox One, and Stadia. Uh, we've got Famicom Detective Club for the Switch. Mass Effect Legendary Edition right. for the PC, go. PS4, and Xbox and then, uh, yeah, and that's that one. And then Quantum Replica for the PS4, Xbox, and Switch. We have Subnautica for the Switch. And then there's Subnautica Below Zero for the PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's it for me. Back to you, gents. Ooh, Chris McCracken. Yes. Hook your boys up with some news. All yes. right, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> One, two, three, and four. I'm gonna make them do it. <laughs> uh, so Gabe was talking about VR a little bit, so we a moment ago. So we've got a little bit more information about the next version of PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, now this information is the kind that is from multiple sources. So take it maybe a little bit with a grain of salt, but still, yeah. it's more information than we've gotten in a while here. So let's go ahead and sure. dive into this. Um, so according to Upload VR, their sources are saying that the next PlayStation VR is going to feature a resolution of 4,000 by 2040 per or at, that's actually across both eyes. So each eye is going to be 2,000 by 2,040. That works out to roughly about 8.1 megapixels, and that's obviously higher resolution than it is with the current PlayStation VR, and that makes it just a little bit higher than the current Oculus Quest 2. So okay. I've only used the Oculus Quest, the first version. I haven't used the second one, um, and mm-hmm. I don't know really know. I did use a Vive one time way back in the day, but I'm not sure 
how that compares. I do remember that the Quest that I tried was seemed better than PSVR, but I mean, I couldn't quantify. Like, I don't know what the, the difference was, but it's great to have an improvement. I, I'm one of those people that, while I do think improvement resolution is definitely a good thing in VR, I'm also one of those people that has tried even higher end VRs. And it's like, once you're in there and you're just doing the thing, I just kind of lose perspective of it. It's just, I'm just in the place doing the thing. Like Gabe said, you're in it, you're in it. So like, if the bus is coming, I'm running, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't matter how crappy the bus looks, you know, and when you retell the story, that bus was real. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. The graphics, I feel like VR is one of the only places where the graphics in hindsight are way better than they actually were when you were in there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like after watching all my buddies do like the nightmare mode on Richie's plank experience, I went in there and I'm doing it. And I'm like, these spiders don't look real. What are we all worried about? But <laughs> you know, sometimes when you, you know, you suspend that, you know, you're yeah. like them spiders about to get your boy. Yeah. Um, right. So continuing on with some of the details that they have here, they did confirm from their sources, at least, which this was said by PlayStation, that it is going to be connected by one single cord that's going to be a single USB-C port that will be, it says that it's going to be plugged in in the front. I would have thought it would be somewhere on the side, but it says in the front um, that that's the way it's going to connect to the console. That They're saying that it is going to feature onboard cameras for tracking eye movement as well as body movement and the new fancy controllers that they have. Uh, and so, and then they are going to feature a new way to do the lens separation adjustment to help basically make it dial oh, yeah. it in for even more people than you could mm-hmm. uh, in the PlayStation VR. Because PSVR really just had, you move the thing forward and you kind of like twist it around on your head and you find the sweet spot. Right. So they're going to be introducing a few more adjustments levels on there. So all sounds like stuff that I feel like we probably would expect outside of maybe the resolution. I think that was probably the biggest question mark stuff. But yeah, it's it sounds like it's shaping up to be pretty cool. We'll have to see it. It's still so, no word at all when it's going to drop or how much it'll be or any of that stuff. So it's no, not using the camera anymore. They didn't touch on that here. Like they're and they're going to be using onboard cameras like the Quest does? Yeah, I mean, that's the way that it seems. Mm. Uh, and considering that the the current version of the camera that's being that came out for the PS uh, the PS5 uh, in some respects is more limited than the previous camera, that would make sense. It's because, well, but we don't need it for all this VR tracking stuff. Right. Yeah, so, exactly. Right. That's really interesting. I mean, that's, to me, I mean, if you're somebody who's upgrading from, you know, what most of us have, where you've got the breakout box and the HDMI cords, and yeah. then you got to connect the US, you know, USB, like to have one cord that goes from the headset to right to the front of the PSVR, number one, I really like that it's the front. Um, I, I, I wouldn't have liked it as much as if it, if it was the back. The only reason is because <laughs> like we've seen my boys do, if somebody were to take off running, that's going to pull your PlayStation all the way off the shelf. If it's connected to the back, you have a better chance of it kind of snagging yep. your PlayStation and, and pulling it. Now, if it's in the front and you take off running, hopefully it just pulls straight out of the front and no harm, no foul. Um, yep. but I, I love that it's just connected in the front one cord onboard cameras tracking your the everything the movement of of your hands and all that i i'm really digging that if it's not using the camera i think that's even a better thing because like we talked about with the the regular playstation vr right now you can't turn around you turn around the camera can't see the lights on the on the thing and it can't track you as well and so this will hopefully give you 360 movement even though i know people are like 360 move but you still got a wire i Mm -hmm. i get it but um, at least you have more of an opportunity to kind of maybe swivel around in your chair uh, than you would have with the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, the only thing that 
I can see it being a, a a bad part is, and I guess this is with all VR, but I've noticed it the most using the Oculus outside. The Oculus even says this in their in their manual, but they they say that the sun uh, it doesn't play well with the sun because the mm. way the sun reflects mm. off the different cameras that are on the front. So uh, we noticed that if we play in the shade, we're fine, but when we play in direct sunlight, and so for some people whose windows might be r- really close to them or something, maybe they have a little bit more trouble than they would with the way PSVR is set up now. But I, I don't know. I'm really liking that. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I like the fact that, uh, as well that it would plug in in the front because I can't remember if there are any USB-Cs in the back, but because I wouldn't always leave mine out, I would usually put it away. It'd be mm-hmm. a lot easier to, instead of having to turn the, get, get back around there and That's plug right. it in and unplug it and stuff. Cause I'm not going to have it out all the time. If I'm not using it, it's going to be in a drawer or away, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Out of sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so Perfect. spoiled with the Oculus though, man. There's just no wires and you're like, I'm, <laughs> I'm wireless, baby. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. You yeah, really exactly. get spoiled with it. You really do. But you do really tell a difference between the power of things that connect and use a strong video card and, you know, the Oculus, I feel like. Mm. Um, is that it about that, Chris? Yes. Um, Call of Duty has is doing some more throwback uh, alongside their uh, Verdansk 84 uh, stuff in Warzone. And it looks like they're going to be uh, continuing with the 80s love. Um, hmm. They tweeted out, does anyone know Survivor John number 1009062? Obviously, they're uh, Activision number. Um, it says their Warzone report is a sight to be seen. Kills, 550 dude, 552. Hours played, 7. Wins, 5. Games played, 5. Um, and for those that were like, oh, I wonder what that is. Who Survivor John, blah, 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 blah. Well, they've you know, hinted at Rambo coming to Warzone. And if you look at the Rambo movies, there was five movies, Mm -hmm. five games played, five wins. Um, If you combine all the movies together, about 7.8 hours long. So you've got the seven hours played. And over the, all the, all the movies, Rambo has killed 552 That's people. crazy. Oh, my God. Which is Gosh, that's amazing. Single-handedly. Like, that's over, just, yeah, it's over oh. 100 people a movie. And so, <laughs> that's um, nuts. And obviously, he's died zero times. That is time. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. Uh, and, and then... And then they had one uh, that came out that said, uh, air ducts are a complicated network of danger. If yours are in need of repair, call the best in the business at uh, Nakatomi Duct Cleaning. There you um, go. Yes. And it says, it says nice. yeah, say yippee-ki-yay to dust. And so obviously they're hinting at uh, John McCain. Uh, McClain? McLean. McLean. Right? McLean. McLean. Not McCain. Uh, yeah, no. no. Not, okay. a little different. not John right McCain. One. That's a different guy. Yes. <laughs> Even though he went to war too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He you did. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's he, not as much he, duct he work. Do some things. Yeah. Just not as much duct work as, as John McClain. Um, right. And then uh, <laughs> later they did put up a John McClain uh, war, war zone report 73 kills, 10 hours played, five wins. Five games, obviously following the same thing that they did with Rambo, uh, which was really fun. They said, welcome to the party, Cowboy McLean, number 007-0030. Awesome. And so uh, 
I love that John McClane and Rambo are coming to Warzone just because it's my childhood yeah. and, and all that. Oh, yeah. I just think that's really fun. And it's kind of showing that not just Fortnite is having fun bringing some uh, right. different characters to their games. So I, I love agree. that. I just thought that's that really was cool. a, little, a little side thing. Yeah, I, I was like, come on, man. Those those are two of the, the baddest dudes of the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sylvester yeah. Stallone that's right. and Moonlighting. You got exactly. got a little ways to catch Fortnite with all the, the cameos and the characters being put in there, but yeah, yeah it's a good start. Oh, yeah, you're definitely not going to catch them. But I'm just glad they're not the only ones having fun putting people in there, right? Yeah, right. Games. Um, Chris, what else you got, bruv? Um, so uh, kind of like I had touched on before, we've got this whole Epic versus Apple trial thing going on. Yeah. And stuff's coming out, mm-hmm. and so I just gonna as long as they keep showing stuff, I'm gonna keep talking about stuff they're showing. Um, so we yeah, learned a yeah. little bit about um, kind of Epic's business model as it's pertained to, we know that they've gotten several different games where it's like, hey, this is releasing on the Epic Game Store exclusively on the, P- at least on the PC side um, for a, a couple different times in 2019 and 2020. Um, it, this showed that they had spent about a billion dollars in advances for these exclusives, including $115 million for Borderlands 3. So... And, and these are these are their Ooh. their estimated like the minimum guarantees. Mm-hmm. So the people can make more than that, but they're like saying, "Hey, this is what we're guaranteeing you'll get out of our pocket, wow. whether no matter how it sells." And then you could get you know more beyond that. Yeah. So we also learned the part that's even more interesting is that Epic offered Sony two hundred million dollars to get first party PlayStation games as Epic Store exclusives. God. So, wow, and the, and, and the document that they showed money changing hands, boy, right? Yeah, cash and is king right the now. The document Holy that they cha- or that they that they showed was it was almost more like like a spreadsheet, like a bullet list, like a guy's to do list. It was like, okay, so uh, Sony, yeah, we're gonna offer them two hundred million dollars minimum guaranteed for four to six PlayStation games, and then it has a little spot underneath that waiting to hear back. And then it had some stuff where it talked about some stuff they were trying to do with Microsoft. And like, turns out we're competing and they've been talking with Gabe over at, at Steam a bunch. And they, so it just, it's kind of listed out like that. So we, we don't know. Game. A different game. Yeah, oh, yes, okay, yeah, okay, Gabe okay. Newell over at Steam. So we don't know they called, ultimately. I didn't pick up. I didn't know if it was a spam call. You know what I'm Dude. saying? So they had to call. The you were at a drive. Games. You were at a drive-through. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was like, can you? Can, I can't possible, answer right now. It's it said possible spam on the caller ID. Yeah. <laughs> I don't answer the phone when standing in line at Donut Day. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. <laughs> yes, like, with my Fortnite. children. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know your car's extended warranty is up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Fortnite car. <laughs> exactly that's right um so we don't know at this point in time this wasn't divulged in the information whether or not sony accepted this offer um it's also a little bit amb- ambiguous because it doesn't really because it's just kind of bullet points and almost like notes in a way we don't know if it's 200 million per game or for the entirety of the four to six games mm. which you think might be more obvious but we don't know the only thing that we do know is at this point in time there are only two Sony published games that have been released on the Epic Store that were exclusive to the Epic Store. And that was Ready Set Heroes and Predator Hunting Grounds. Oh, wow. So I'm oh. thinking hmm. that they didn't pay $200 million for those games. And so oh, my gut tells me that that Sony just kind of said decided not to take this deal 
because the other ones that they did, like Horizon Zero Dawn, is on the Epic Store, but it was also on Steam, same time. So it wasn't exclusive. So you know it wasn't part of this this offer that they did because they wanted to have at least some type of timed exclusivity, if not lifetime exclusivity, for that game to be on their store. So I just thought it was interesting. And then if you keep in mind that when they had this other round of investment, Sony pumped, Sony pumped in right. $250 million. So it's almost like... And you just give us some back, and it's like, yeah, it's like so. I, there's we don't have any any information yet on whether or not this actually happened, oh, and like if it's going to be for games to come in the future, we, we don't really know. But I still thought yeah. it was interesting that the kind of money that Epic's throwing around for all this stuff. That was my first thought too. Is that Sony would have been like, didn't we just give you? So, so you want to give it back, and basically for free, you can have our games exclusively. Like, yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jeez I don't know. It's, it's interesting. That's crazy. Yeah, it's been really interesting seeing like what the news picks up on and what people are learning just about the gaming industry when it comes yeah. to all this stuff. And it, it just shows, too, that like it's a business like everything else, mm-hmm. man. It's a business. And mm-hmm. people are talking deals and they're talking, you know, the, the whole news that we talked about last week with Microsoft not making any money on any of the consoles. Like, you know, there's shrewd businessmen out here. It's not just like for the gamer. It's like for the business. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what we, yeah. right, Which, that's what that, that, you know. that blew my mind, by the way, that, that wasn't one of the stories that I pulled, but it's just like never in your entire, none, yeah. never at any point. <laughs> Did any of the Xboxes, not a one, none of the hardware made you money. money? Not at any point. Nope. That's insane to me. Yeah. I, it's yeah, like, that's crazy. The 360, never in its entire life made you money. <laughs> I don't, that's, I mean, it's, I got to believe it because the executive said it on the stand, but it's like, that's hard to believe. Yeah. Because even crazy. Sony, Sony sells it a lot. Like Nintendo's, I think, the only one who ever sells out of profit for like out the gate. Right. But n- even the Sony ones, Eventually, when you get down the generation and the costs have been reduced and you know, all this kinds of stuff, they start making some money on them. I mean, they're not making hand over fist, but they make something. Yeah. I just find that very hard to believe that no Xbox, any iteration, has ever turned a profit. That's hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to make sense. Yeah. But they said it. You know what I'm saying? We just, we just now the follow up does said. make sense that they're like, hey, we're cool doing that because it's about games and services. Right. So I, that makes sense. Yeah, I, of course. I, I'm totally on board with that. That's just, oh man, that's just hard for me to believe, man. But they, like you said, they said it, they were under oath, you know? So, right. I mean, it's got to be true. Lie, but it, that, that seems like a weird thing yeah. to lie about. Especially yeah, since games, like games with gold and all of that, that wasn't, you know, 360 and all, it mm-hmm. wasn't even like, were you guys really looking that far into the future thinking, you know, like, yeah. we're going to make it, all, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We had the rock That's help us sell that first Xbox. Yeah. Right. This is gonna yeah, work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Chris, you got anything else, bud? I'm out. <clears throat> oh, here it is real quick. I I wanted to I wanted to look this up. Microsoft's revenue by product. 25% is office products and cloud services. 26% is server products and cloud. 16% is Windows. 7% gaming. 7% Jeez. of the revenue. Is yep. is gaming? Everything else is software and and services and products. That is insane. That's crazy. That yeah. is crazy. <laughs> Sorry, that's carry a on. small amount for sure. Yeah. Yes, it is. Well, and I I, I got to give props. They should just to be you guys. giving them away then. Yeah, because <laughs> we've been saying on the uh, you guys have been saying on the podcast for years. 
I don't think they make a, you know, make a dollar off yeah, of it. You know, the games <laughs> is the bottom of what they make. And so when all this news comes out, I'm like, yeah, Gabe and Chris been telling me this for a little while now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All did, that, but <laughs> That's funny. Uh, like you don't want to believe it, but it's yeah, true. Right. Yeah. Ed, why don't you keep going, buddy? What you got for us? Well, over on the Married to the Games YouTube site, we've got Resident Evil Village parts one through four all the way through the credits. You can check that out if you uh, want to give it a little test and see if you want to pick it up yourself. Uh, we've got some Ask Married to the Games, Ask MTTG videos, uh, some discussions last week, Gamer Gyms in Japan, PlayStation partnering with Discord, and then we've got uh, Returnal parts four through six, brand new there as well. Over on Game Pass... Uh, Final Fantasy X slash X2 HD remaster on the console and PC. Just Cause 4 reloaded cloud console and PC. Psychonauts cloud console and PC. Red Dead Online on cloud and console. And Remnant from the Ashes on PC, which I think was just a, a, a Sony uh, PS Plus game a month or so ago. So it's kind of funny that they got that over there as well. Which I do want to mention one thing real quick. It's not a release date or anything like that, but they dropped on like IGN and, and GameSpot and several different places. People got a hands-on preview of 12 minutes. Oh, it yeah. Still I says, yes, I it saw still that. says oh, coming yeah. soon. Right. But now I finally feel like coming soon might mean actually soon. So yeah. I'm getting all excited and I'm, I'm expecting it to drop Game Pass. I don't know if it will or not, Yeah, uh, but... It, Regardless, I am buying that game because it should play on my and, Xbox One. Yeah, <laughs> or, or, and, they, and they say they they're liking it, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. They, they and, and they actually put I think like a six minute preview playthrough on one of the YouTube channels, whatever, which I didn't watch it because right. that's the style of game. That, that's one of the games where I'm like, and I'm like, ah, I'm gonna go in blind. I'm cool. I don't yeah. need to. I don't need to know the thing. But super excited about it. And they've got a two hour gameplay preview of Overwatch Two coming next week. So. Yeah, Two hours? it's uh, the new the new creative director or or head of it. He's supposed supposed to be like his first big, you know, like thing where he's like, I'm gonna show you a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So, Aaron, I forget his name. I'll go with that too. Not that Jeff right. Kaplan. I like Not that. Jeff no. Kaplan. His name is Mister Not Jeff. Uncle Aaron. Good old no Jeff. <laughs> Neff. Oh man! Thanks, Eduardo. You betcha. Well, every week we ask you guys a question. Last week was no different. We asked you guys, what do you wish every game would implement from here on out? And man, you guys gave us a lot of answers. So I'm going to quickly go through this. I know we're, I know what you're thinking. Man, these guys are flying through the show. That's because Gabe's got to drive all the way from Virginia back to Tennessee. <laughs> we got a long drive tonight. They let me know. They're like, hey, you doing your podcast tonight? I was like, yeah. They're like, great. Make it quick because we got to go. I was like, okay, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> you're holding up the whole show. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Wolf 606, 606 at 606 Shottown. I love to respect my created character. I want every game with character creation to give me some kind of in-game mechanic to adjust my player. Talking to you, NBA 2K. Mm. Jeff the Android at Remake Yourself. Save any time. If I can't easily pop in and out of a game, it doesn't get played. Oh, that's right. Micah Fournier. Mm. I don't know. 
Mm, fancy. That's the way I'm going to yeah. say it. I don't think it's probably, like that's it. probably not right. No. <laughs> uh, I thought this was a good one, though. Customizable font size for every different kind of text in the game. Mm. I'm an old Ooh. 30 years I'm an old 30 year old man now and would rather make the subtitles larger than get my eyes checked. <laughs> I know that's right. That's awesome. <laughs> I feel like the older you get, the less you want to go to the doctor. Yep. You're like, hey, did you get your eyes checked? We're like, uh, you know. The Reformed Gamer at TRG Podcast. Like in Dragon Quest Eleven, a synopsis of the things you did up to that point in the game so you never load a save and wonder what's going on. I thought that was a good one, too. Yeah. Uh, Jai Scott at Chef Jai. The ability to filter profanity. I can tolerate some. But there are times when it's rougher than I'd like to experience in a game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can get mm-hmm. with that. Okay. I feel like there was some games out there. I forget which games it were. There was like that had a profanity filter. I just I remember Sunset Overdrive did that. Was it Sunset Overdrive? Yeah, that's right. It was Sunset. I feel like there was a. You did say big, I think uh, there's there's been Call of Duty versions that had something like that before. Was it that or was it Gears? I forget what it was. Anyway, over on Facebook, Brian Fabian. Cross progression and cross play. I am way more willing to put any money into a game if I can carry over to other devices. Of course. Mm-hmm. Luke Riffle Rifle. I don't know. Not just settings with hard, medium, and easy, but include super easy as well. I am not good at games. LOL. <laughs> super easy. I am not good at games. That's funny. That's good. Jacob Lee, couch co-op. My wife will occasionally play with me, and I love it, but we are so limited. She is a beast at Borderlands. There you go. Ooh. Ooh. Travis Pospisil. The ability to rage quit and delete using Google Assistant. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Using Google Assistant. That's hilarious. Hey, Google, delete that game off my PlayStation. That's right. That's. Oh, and throw the controller while you're at it, please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Over on Discord. We've got um, Rolio. I know it's been said, but I really have to go with save options. They can be mm. limited where appropriate, i.e. Demon Souls, but just some way to save. With little kids, you never know when you're going to have to stop playing. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, Greek Gamer at Nick Huntress. I don't know that I have an answer for all games, but I definitely have one for all online multiplayer games. If it's multi-platform game, please hit that button and make it cross-play. Cross-play for all multiplayer, multi-platform games. Abso-freaking-lutely. Mm. I'm going to run for president. That's going to be my, that's what I'm going to stand on. Cross-play? Mm. If multi-platform? You, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> if you vote for me, <laughs> these games will all be cross-play, baby. And <laughs> for the people that don't know what, that means because they're not gamers but they're in the bible belt you'll get them too yeah i can go with that so finally someone will say it (laughs) exactly cross play for all (laughs) they're like what about russia i'm like cross play with them too 
They're like, boo. I'm like, what? Crossplay for all. That's right. <laughs> Nathan Dugas, a truly portable version of the game, whether that's on Switch, a new PlayStation handheld, or some better sort of PC handheld. Mm. Mm. Noah, a l- little stance. an ipad (laughs) it's not every game ed oh sorry 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 yeah goodness gracious uh, cross play would be so useful i wouldn't have to worry about which console i buy because of friends anymore and it would help player bases so much in a lot of small games Mm. Mm -hmm. yep drop the mic on that one yeah Thank you guys so much for answering the question. You know where to find us. Facebook.com slash Married to the Games. Twitter.com slash MTTGcast. Like Ed said, laptops. <laughs> you know, portable PCs. You know, <laughs> iPads. Like Ed, like Ed said, you YouTube.com with you. slash Married to the Games. Uh, married to the Games.com. <laughs> Nathan was just joking. It's not every game, Ed. <laughs> Why can't we have a movie theater in my house? Oh, I have a TV. That's right. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. And if you'd like to throw a dollar, huh, or like Nathan now, want to take a dollar back out of the tip jar, <laughs> right. you totally can at patreon.com slash MTTG. Oh, hey, I got gosh. a five. Can you make change? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tim. Rate us on Apple Podcast, and for $200 million, we'll give you four to five exclusive episodes on the MTTG store. <laughs> oh, we could swing that. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, we will do that. We yeah, will yeah, do sure. that. Yeah. yeah. For the low, low can, price. That one's that's not done. sarcastic. That's we a done deal. That. Yeah. That that's right. Free laptops hey, for all. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> for the first time in seven minutes, that's not sarcastic. <laughs> Well, let's get into some questions! Alright, let's start with Discord with Wozni. I just got my PS5 a bit ago and was wondering, for those that have one, what was the first game you focused on? I got several games, but actually ended up beating Astro's Playground before touching anything nice. I bought for the five. Yeah, uh, Spider-Man. Uh, Miles Morales was the first one I focused on. Same for me, Miles Morales. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla for me. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Exactly. <laughs> that lady Gabe talked to is the head of router in this. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> she's, done, she's done with Red Dead. She runs a diner, not a too. video game podcast. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Red Dead 2, the That's day's hilarious. gone. That's right. <laughs> All right, uh, Lydia, something recently that stuck with me is that in any type of media, be it games, movies, or TV shows, people typically base their entire opinion around the ending. They decide whether they not whether or not they like it solely around how the story ends. Yeah. What is a game that you would change your opinion on if the ending was different? Ooh, I'm trying mm. to think of a game that I didn't like the ending and it affected me in that way. I feel like I've got too good of people in my life that 
are that help me see things from a, a different point of view. Um, Ed's one of them. Ed's one of those guys that like points out something and it really shows a blind spot that I have. And so um, I don't know if there's a game that the ending has a like like even Mass Effect Three, which was like a big game where people like really hated the ending. I was like, oh, yeah, what's the problem with that ending? You know hmm. what I'm saying? So I, I don't know if I have a game that would change uh, for me personally. The first game that comes to to mind for me is uh, not necessarily because of how the story ended, but like Little Nightmares 2, where I don't understand what happened at the end. And I just <laughs> want like, maybe not so artsy for me. Just lay it out for me and tell me plainly what happened because I don't understand. Right. Chris, what about you? Initially, my thought was going to be, oh, you know, I'm going to be like Gabe and I, I don't really have one. Um, but if I'm, if I really think about it, even though I don't know that it's completely fair to, I, I don't know if it's fair to say this, I'd probably go with The Last of Us 2. Yeah. Really? If it ended one section early mm. and ended at that spot, I think I could have been like, all right, this, I still don't like it as much as the first one. And I still am kind of like, I don't even know if this game needs to exist, but at least that would have been an ending point that I'd been like, okay. You could do I'm okay with that. with that. Interesting. Yeah. But I, when I say that, I don't know that it's fair. It's like, there's so much else that like the whole second half of the game almost is just like, I had, I have a lot of problems with that. Right. So I, I don't know. I still would be kind of like hemming and hawing, but I, I do think that if it would have ended at that spot and didn't go to that last section that it goes to, I, I probably would have been like, all right, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Tim, you have one. Yeah. I, I can't think of one, but I, I'd, I'd almost flip this question because I enjoyed the actual game throughout versus the actual ending. I didn't care. And a lot of it, uh, they got better, but Far Cry 3, I thought was the, the ending was terrible. And like they had a good story build up initially, but the ending didn't bother me as much because I had so much fun in the game. Now they really, they really ramped up the endings in four and five. I thought those stories were really great, but three always was just like, and Wait, so which game? Maybe if that Far Cry Three. Far Cry Three. Oh, three. Far Cry. Okay, sorry, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm kind of flipping this because most times the ending seals the deal for me because I I enjoy stories, games. I'm just kind of flipping this because one that really stuck out for me was well, that was kind of dumb, but but in that sense, it didn't matter because the entire game I had so much fun with that whole game. So like at that point, the ending didn't really matter uh, yeah. for me. So. Mm. I'm just flipping it a little bit. Beer go. Money Vic, I've heard all the debates of the community. Inverted versus the correct way. Strawberry Pop-Tarts versus brown sugar. And even Kong versus Zilla. But where do we stand on deviled eggs? Gross. I don't mind them. I freaking love deviled eggs. Yeah, delicious. I love them. You guys are all sinners. I could <laughs> eat a whole <laughs> bunch of them. But I play inverted. <laughs> I know. That redeems you. Yeah, you are lost. <laughs> I am redeemed. Hallelujah. 
<laughs> no, my I, I would say most of my family, like my mom, my sister, and all them, I think most of them like them. I've just never never gotten into it. Yeah. Personally. Wow. All right. All right. Uh Rolio. Recently, most or all of you said you weren't going to play the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Are there any particular reasons other than you already played them or that you aren't into this genre? Personally, I think the original trilogy is one of the greatest stories in all of gaming and can't imagine anyone intentionally skipping it. Yeah, I'm only skipping it because of time and that I've played it already. Um, I don't I don't know if I've have I ever played a remaster outside of Final Fantasy VII? I don't think I have. Even um, even though I bought Last of Us Remaster when it when they dropped that, I didn't play it. I just bought it because I love Naughty Dog. Um, but yeah, I don't usually play remasters. I just don't feel personally. I have a hard enough time to get into the games I'm really wanting to play, and I already got like Returnal, and uh, there was something else kind of like on the docket that I want to play uh, that's out that I haven't been able to play. So it's mainly it's just time, not because I don't like the game. I loved Mass Effect. Ed. Yeah, I never played them, so I don't have that affinity for them. Um, and so when I go and I usually don't like to, it's very hard for me to go back to an older game, even though it's a remaster and not feel the age. Now, that being said, you know, the Final Fantasy VII remake was incredible and it could be something like that. Um, and also... For those of you who are looking forward to it, I just want you to know, you have hyped this game so much. <laughs> For someone who knows yeah, nothing boy. about it, there's a lot to live up to. Just saying, yeah. you've really set a high bar. Maybe it lives up to it, but man, I, I, I feel like it's got its work cut out for him when it comes to me. Yes, yeah. sure. Chris? Uh, I'm very much in the same vein as Ed. I didn't play him the first go round. If it was a remake, I might have mm -hmm. slight more interest. The fact that so many people had such an issue with the, the way that the third one ends does kind of turn me off a little bit as well, even though it may not be fair, whatever. But for the most part, I'm just, if I didn't hit it when it was hot back then, I'm kind of like a old games is old and I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, yes, it maybe has a great story and I'm, I'm not saying that it doesn't or, or, or that those who love it and hold it in their like mm -hmm. best games of all time kind of thing. Great. I wasn't there. And so I really don't care. I, I mean, I'll just yeah. watch somebody play it. Yeah. I love those. Yeah. Games. Tim. I, um, me too, man. I, but I, here's the funny thing. I never played the first one, but I started with two and loved two and loved three. It's just, it's time and it's time, basically. Yeah. I've just, yeah. you know. It's all time, yeah. If there was something more to it than that, maybe. But yeah, I mean, those are those are huge games. There's so much to do there. And it's just, it even kind of just sounds daunting now, just being like, oh. But I loved Absolutely. playing them when, when I first started. They were fantastic. Mm. So, One other quick little side note about it, and I don't know how important it is to the story. It just always seems like it's a big deal because so many people talk about it. But I'm for the most part, I'm not really into games where you constantly have to choose dialogue options and your tree can branch a ton. I mean, I've played several, but right. I'm not the biggest fan of those. So you add all that on top and it's just like, ah, you mm. know, this is for other people. This isn't for me. Sure. Mm. Yeah, Tim Router will remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, on Facebook, Jacob Lee, in less than five words, tell us why Ed is so great. Mine is positivity and consistency. Aw. 
Ed, you are getting all kinds of love. Where's this coming from? Uh, <laughs> your your mom wrote him. Um, <laughs> That's right. I would say, I would say, uh, funny. I would say encouraging. I would say challenging um, because he challenged me as a friend, which I love that. Um, I would say loyal. And I would say um, ethnic. I was going to say, why don't you just take all the things and then I'll well, just I thought, go well, ahead. I thought it was each of us to describe <laughs> it in five words or less. Ethnic. <laughs> uh, I love that you're ethnic. Yes. I there think you it's go. a plus. It's a plus, not a minus. Chris? Um, I, I, I would say, use five words. That it was not already used. Okay, let's see. Here. You can you can use. No, no, no. I I, I would on. say that reduce, you, reduce, you have reduce, to recycle. you have to go with funny because the man is. Yeah. He, he's yeah the best. I left that. handsome out there for the taking. By the way. Well, just well, hang on a minute. Throw quit, quit throwing out words. Let me say my five, and then you can speak. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the man is a very attractive man, and he's fun oh, to okay. be around. Oh, yeah, okay, there we go. All right. Stupid. And this he's this might seem right weird. Now. I've only spent time with Ed a handful of times in person. The man smells lovely. Ooh, hey. he does. I don't know what it is. So Maybe wait, it's just are, it smells like way over five words. What's the five words? It's all these things. I got the in-between words that don't count as to the list. Okay. Okay. Come so, on now. So for what are your names? Handsome. For what are your words? Smells good. Smell? Smells. Yeah. Smells yeah, good. Smells. Okay. So that's three. Yeah. I'm going to stick with that because you took all the other ones and I don't like repeating. <laughs> yeah. Tim, nice. Tim, what, what, uh, how do you add yeah, to definitely. smells? <laughs> funny. Yeah. Definitely funny. Encouraging. He's my, my favorite quote of Ed is you got this. Like, oh, you always say that. And I love that. Um, and laptops. There you go. There's my last one. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan's going to hate us. So right. I will, I will add, I will, I will best all of you guys with three words and just say like attracts like. Hey, mm. I like that. Ooh. Ooh, Thoughtful. There's I four. Like that you hear that, Stace? Yeah, smell good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> hear that, y'all? I'm ethnic. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> laptop. That's awesome. All I'm right. getting a free laptop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. That's Daniel, wild. hi. Is there a game series you believe has overstayed its welcome, like one too many sequels? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't want rain on nobody's parade, man. I, 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 I. Now, it's, this is because I'm an old man. I'm going to say this, but I'm an old man. I'm raising my hand. I'm an old man. And I'm just like, Grand Theft Auto. I I just don't know yeah, why. I, don't, I just don't. I, I think it's I think it's bad for kids. I think the game's bad for kids. I, there, I said it. Mm. I think it's bad for kids. Dang it. I can't believe I said it. I said it out yeah. Loud. Sorry. If you have to stop listening, I understand. I think it's bad for kids. Okay. Sorry. Chris? I'll do, I'll do two Ooh. so I can be even. They haven't done mm. another one, but I think they're going to. So when that happens, I'm going to say Uncharted. I think it should be done. Mm. And, oh, then, yeah. and then uh, I, I don't think we need another Halo. I think Halo can be done. 
I mean, move Dang on. It, I, I understand he's kind of like the the Mario of the the thing, but or just let him go away for I don't know a generation, then bring him back, make it a big triumphant kind of thing. It's just like I I know some people are excited about it, but I just can't get excited about it. Now I feel you, Tim. You have one. Uh, honestly, Chris, you kind of took mine. I was thinking of Halo as well because every time. Microsoft does some sort of announcement. It's like front and center. I'm just like, yeah, okay, we've we've heard this. Let's, you know, let's beef it up a little bit. I will also say though, because it's one of my favorites, uh, before they revamped kind of how how they did the games, Assassin's Creed was getting a little long in the tooth as well. Um, I, mm -hmm. I wasn't the biggest yep. fan of uh, what was it? Unity. Uh, I think that was the one that I'm like, okay, I think we can pause on this. Because uh, it just felt very repetitive and very whatever. And then the after that is when they really, yeah, when they really started switching gears with Origins and Odyssey and, and Valhalla. So uh, it's that those have rekindled my love for it, but I felt like it was, it's kind of the same, which is why you kind of like it, but also you want a little bit more. And they they gave you that with Origins and Odyssey, so... There you go. Ed, uh, Eduardo? Yeah, I had a couple that popped into mind, but then at the same time, they're remake, they're, they're, they're making more because people want more. They're obviously selling, and I just don't play them if I don't want any part of them. And so who am I to really say that, uh, stop it with the Zelda? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, wait. Shots fired. I'll back you on. I'll back you on that one. I, I think I'll back you on that who am one. I to say that. I'm not, who am I? You know, though. To, hey, but kind of to your what you were saying earlier, uh, Tim. I I think Zelda. You couldn't just because they just did a huge huge reinvention kind of thing. Yeah, you know? right. It's almost yeah. like it is different. I mean, I'm not dis discounting your point. I mean, I didn't get into it either. But yeah. Well, I loved Breath of the Wild. Maybe that's what you need is a reinvention. End. Yeah, there you the go. End. There you go. You were done at the end. Yeah. And credits. Oh, I love that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Twitter at Dopalicious. Have you ever felt convicted while playing a video game? Mm. Outside of religious media, only tough conversations in a few songs have actually ignited that desire and need for change for me. Is it even possible or is gaming just an escape? For example, uh, this is America by Ch Childish Gambimo, talked about race and privilege. American Kryptonite by Five Iron Frenzy talked about consumerism. Conversations with partner on where you're struggling or with a friend or mentor. Um, but have you ever felt convicted while playing a video game? I don't know if I felt convicted to change, but <laughs> go back to my last answer. When I played Grand Theft Auto, uh, five, I felt convicted. Like I felt bad playing. I felt like any game that I had to be constantly looking over my shoulder to make sure like my yep. wife wasn't walking hmm. into the bonus room or something like that. I felt convicted in yeah. that way. I was like, all right, I need to not play. Like if a game leads me to be like, oh, is she coming? Oh, oh, okay. Cause at the time my bonus yeah. room was open. It wasn't like, it didn't have a door. It was just like at the top of the stairs. And so if my children were walking around or anything, I felt like, oh, I can't play this right now. Not just because of the language, but because of what was even going on on screen a lot of the time. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a game where you felt something coming. You were like, okay, well, here's the love scene or something like that. And okay, let me make sure. All right. Right. It just felt like it was continually, you know, 
right stuff going on. So I'll say I felt convicted in the other way, not in like, oh yeah, I need to be better from a game. Right, Chris. Uh, I mean, I, I can't. I kind of have similar answer to Gabe. I mean, the only game that I can think that I guess fits. I I wouldn't have thought about it in that direction, but uh, like there was a torture scene that came up in GTA five and I was just like, all right, I'm just, I mean, I never really worried about Stacy coming in and seeing it or anything, but I was just like, I just don't want to be a part of this anymore. This is not for me. Mm-hmm. This is not, not what I'm, yeah. I'm looking for in a game, even though there were other aspects of it. And I understand why it does well. And the open world stuff I think can be a lot of fun, but it's when it comes to the story stuff, I'm not, a, I'm kind of the same. I'm not a fan of the, the GTA stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like Ed, how about you? I like games that have that message of uh family and at the end of a game that really encourages family. Like, yeah, man, I gotta I gotta call my cousin and see what, what's going on with him, or you know, you know, mm. call call my dad and see what's going on like that. And there's been a lot of games that have, you know, ended on that, you know, family being whether it's blood family or who has become your family as you've gotten older that, uh, that when I finish a game, I'm like, yeah, I need to leave the house for a couple hours and go hang out with some people. Fast and furious, fast and furious. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he had a good point that, that gaming is kind of an escape. So I, I, I don't necessarily feel convicted. Um, I'm a, responsible gamer i know what i should and shouldn't be playing especially with you gabe and and chris what you've said before it's like if i have to look if piper's going to come in the room and there's something inappropriate part of that is age and just the maturity level but you know Mm -hmm. i want to conduct myself in a way that that reflects who i am but i also love the fact that it is an escape like you can be somebody else you can go and do these uh really cool things or just you know do all these different side missions and be a Viking or, or do whatever. Like I, I love that sense of escape. I've always, that's always what's gravitated me to video games, even in my older age. Mm -hmm. So um, I do love that escape. Mm -hmm. Great question. And here's our final question at, uh, at American Hermes uh, or Mez or American Hermes, Casey Ferrara cherries. What do you feel is going to be the next big Thing. Doesn't have to be video game related, but bonus points will apply. The next big thing? Please don't say Doja Coin. Please don't say Doja Coin. Please don't say Doja Coin. <laughs> Trust. It's hard not to say crypto. Um, I mean, if we knew. Mm, I think we're going to. I think. We're going to figure out a different way to be together. Mm. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm. Like if I were to yeah, yeah. guess on like just I don't know what that means, but I think that this last year has given us a really uh strong look at work and how workflow happens when people are separate and I think we're going to find some way to be together again, you know, as we work our way out of this uh pandemic, but I think that it's not necessarily going to be exactly like it was, but I think there's going to be aspects of that, but I think we're going to merge technology and and things like that and find out other ways of being together. I think that's going to be the next big thing. Mm. That's very nice. ambiguous, but that's, that's the only thing right. I can think of off the top of my head. Chris, you got something? Holograms. Ooh. They're going to figure out a way to make it not be dumb. It's going to be cool. 
<laughs> holograms. Be dumb. It's gonna be good. Holograms. You're gonna Not like be believe dumb. it. Please, it's please. gonna be like MCU style holograms. It's like, oh yeah, they're right there. And like <laughs> yeah. director, yeah. captain. You know, it's gonna be like that. Holograms. Oh, oh that's hilarious. Gosh. Ed. That's funny. It, kind of similar to what you were saying, Gabe. I think um uh in person you were gonna steal holograms. Well, and holograms. <laughs> in person <laughs> gatherings of holograms. <laughs> oh my <Yes. laughs> Nice, well played. <laughs> you know what's fun? I'm kind of I'm sensing this theme, and I'm I'll take it a little further. I think travel itself yeah. is going to change a lot because a I think a lot more people are going to do it, and I think it's just a, a different way to to just get out and explore and and to and use your technology as well to do that. I don't know how. Uh, and no, I'm not saying teleportation or anything like that. I'm just, I think people hey. are going to get out more and travel and see things. And uh, I would love to see that more too. Go see a hologram. I think traveling such a great thing to do. <laughs> and go see a hologram. Go see a, a hologram with the Eiffel Tower. You can go see France as a hologram. And you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. That is it for all the questions. Invest now. Thank you, everybody. Gibbs next tour is going <laughs> to be driving for, holograms. Get it on the ground floor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get in now. Use Dogecoin. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no. That's it for all the questions. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate yeah, it. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. All right. Question for you guys. Um, do you think it's good? Um, we've, we've, we've seen over this last little, this last year where a company makes a decision and social media acts up and they change course. Do you think it's good that social media creates rails for companies or do you think that we should trust companies more in the grand vision that they have? Because I think with social media, we're all, it's knee jerk reaction, right? To not knowing what their major plans are, but just the small steps that they might be taking to go into a direction. Do you think it's good? And do you think social media should be the rails for companies to follow? I kind of feel it's the same as when they do previews for movies and they show a movie to a group of a hundred people and those 100 people mm -hmm. can decide the fate of a movie. And if something needs to be changed, they can change an ending to a movie. And I've always hated the fact that those hundred people could change the vision of the creative team. And I kind of, I just want yeah. the creative team to do what they're going to do. Sometimes people need to be kept in check, but I Regardless. feel like as a whole, social media kind of has become they, they've they've put the robes on and, and adorned themselves we are the judge and we will keep everyone yeah. in line and I mean, just, just you know go mow your lawn and and you know don't see the thing if you don't want to yeah. see it yeah 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 chris what do you think i tend to agree with ed especially when it comes to creative decisions i don't think that should be left to mob rule so to, so to mm -hmm. speak um, but I do think that there are like when a company's doing something like to point to an example, like when Sony was like, yeah, you know, we're not gonna do this crossplay thing. And then it was obviously behind the scenes from like Epic and other places they were getting pressure, but it, it, I think it absolutely had a lot to do with the public pressure being put on them as well. Yeah. Now I don't necessarily think that it should be, the decision should be made just based on the social media. 
I think you should then like if, if people have stopped buying your product and the social media was the sign that that's the way it was going to go. And then you start correcting course. I don't, I don't know that it makes a good idea again to base your decisions off of the loud minority. Right. But I do think it's worth paying attention to them because a lot of times the silent majority may feel the exact same way. You don't know. You've mm -hmm. got to use it to yeah, judge, no judge the temperature of the water and then kind of make a decision and, and kind of yeah. figure it out from there. Yeah. Tim, what say you? Man, I think social media needs to stay on the marketing side and not the opinion side. I think it's very egotistical and very toxic in a lot of different ways. And if companies stay more on focusing on their products and just the marketing side of it, let their actions kind of speak louder than words. I'll, uh, I'll give you an example. It's more business related, but uh, Walmart just upped their minimum wage to $15 an hour. I know the government's been talking about that. They went ahead and did it. They didn't need the government or anything. Costco has been doing that since 2008 or something like that. These companies are taking care of their employees. They're doing things. They're showing people what they're doing and what their company is all about versus trying to post it on, on social media and kind of fluff it up a little bit. It's just like, here's, here's what we're doing and you let, you can take it or leave it. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not... I have social media and as you guys know, I don't post a whole lot just because I, I just don't. And, uh, and the more, the more I'm looking at a lot of this stuff, the more I'm like, mm, you know, it's just, I just feel like it's getting more and more toxic. <laughs> the last yeah, it's, six years, 98% of his posts have been question of the week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you will, I'm sure there are some analytics out there that that's yeah. pretty much question of the week. Oh, and here's the episode pick. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting because uh, my brain tends to lean because I work in the arts lean with what you guys are saying. Like, yeah, we need to, social media is a little loud and, and you know, and thinks they're right all the time. Um, but at the same token, as somebody who, unfortunately my personality, <laughs> oh man, my personality tends to think I'm right a lot. It's bad. I don't like it about myself, but like I said earlier, Ed as one of my friends, is somebody who's shown me some blind spots about myself. And I think social media does a good job, regardless how they the message comes across, I think they do a good job sometimes of showing companies their blind spots. Like, hey, you forgot about us over here. Hey, you forgot about us over here. Right. And so if it wasn't as toxic and they didn't use the language that they yeah, do yeah, usually, yeah. you know, they're very absolutist about everything. You guys never do this. You guys always yeah. do this. You know, like, obviously that's not true. But I do think with social media, you do get a quick response to the public and maybe some things that you might not that is consider. True. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And so for that, I'm actually grateful. And so I actually do want them to be something that a company does look to, but maybe not something that also is the deciding factor for the company. Cause I think companies still need to be like, okay, we see that they don't know that we're doing this though. And I think that they'll like this down the way. So I think ultimately mm -hmm. I think I don't want social media a company to run, you know, social media to be the rails that a company runs by. But I do think that it should be something considered if that yeah. makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Definitely. A lot of times some you of the best. You kind of can't ha not have it though. Yeah. A lot of times some of the best stuff that ever comes out that you ever, that changes the way the world works, stuff you didn't even know you wanted. You're like, no, all I wanted was another CD player. And then they give you an iPod or whatever, you know, it's like, yeah, right. Sometimes you just got to let them yeah. do their thing. Cause you don't you know, let them do their yep. thing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Let us know what you guys think, man. Social media companies, are they the rails? Should they be the judge and the jury? We're all part of it. 
and we all, you know, take in the stuff. So it'd be great to see what you guys have, uh, your what your thoughts are next week. <laughs> and we'll be getting our answers uh, from social media. Mm. So, mm. uh, I'm your boy, Gabe Patillo. That is Tim Router. That is Ed Placencia. That is Chris McCracken. Episode 452 in the books. Right, Tim? You got it. Nailed it. <laughs> and we are married to the games and we are up out this thing. Bam!